episode of the New Craft House podcast is sponsored by Faf. We use Faf sewing machines in all of our sewing and in all of our workshops, and they really are the best of the best. With everything from beginner machines like the Smarter Range to the Ambition machines that we use in classes to the top of the range creative icon, Faf have something for every sewist. Hello and welcome to episode eight of the New Craft House podcast. Can't actually believe we're on episode eight already. We sort of had this idea to start a podcast during no, lockdown. Fred, Fred had to come to it. And it's actually happened, which, you know, is quite astounding for us. Um, and there's only a couple of episodes left of this season. But we thought this episode we would do just a specialist one all about sewing swimwear. Because this week we got a drop in the studio of lots of ex-designer deadstock swimwear fabrics. All from... Um, like a luxury resort wear brand so we've got all their swimwear fabrics as well as lots of lovely like linens like summery fabrics and also specialist swimwear elastics which we will talk about in the show and I'm here with Hannah in the studio hi <laughs> and um, twigs in the corner yes yeah, snuffling a bit snuffling around yeah sorry if you hear that through the episode focus on everything you need to know if you're going to set your first swimwear project yeah and the weather today is completely gray and it's rained for about 24 hours funny when this comes out (laughs) yeah no it's going to be hot next week because you're not going to sew swimwear when it's shit weather are you we might because that's why you want to be inside yeah (laughs) it's not that inspiring and this week we have been both in the studio this week so far yeah we have been uploading new fabrics we got along with the swimwear we got loads of really nice linens and cottons yeah from the same like resort wear brand so they're all really summery which is nice and really nice quality all italian and so they're gonna all go up highlight of my week has been my new mail trolley (laughs) to hook a bag on we've got so many messages about it and everyone's yeah. so excited about it. If you follow <laughs> us on Instagram, there is a picture on there. You'll see what we're talking about. <laughs> um, and that's about it, really. Yeah. Plodding along. Doing a bit of sewing as well. You're making a dress. Oh, yeah. I made um, a indigo top, which I've never made before. Uh, Tilly and the Buttons pattern that everyone has made. There's so many out there. And I made a little top and I did... Actually, when I got the pattern out of the packet, you'd already added some um, extra volume into the sleeve to make it a little bit gathered uh, across yeah. the sleeve head. So I was just like, oh, I'll stick with that. And I made a little cotton top, but I did a bias facing and I rushed it. So I'm going to unpick it and do a proper facing. Because mm, that fabric is worth it. Yeah. And it's, you'll see a picture of it soon. And then, because I love the shape of the bodice so much, I cut a... Um, another one, a dress that's tiered. I'm going to do three tiers on it. I think so it's like ankle length with little poofy sleeves as well in a cotton and silk. Um, it's like midnight with orange marigolds, marigolds on it and it's so slinky yeah. and lovely to wear. So I'm going to finish that today, I think. Nice. And you've made... I've Well, I finished last week... I say finished, it's still unhemmed. Um, but another indigo, Tilly and the Buttons indigo, but I did it without the sleeves and I made it wider than normal and the skirt 
like wider than normal as well because I'm pregnant so it needs to be able to fit for a few months um, and I did it in one of our like pink it's like we call it a jacquard taffeta because it's got like a woven hexagon design in it um, and we've also got it in green and cream and they're all on the site as well if you want to have a look at those and I've got more sewing plans actually at the moment yeah what else well I would I like some of the linens we've just got in and I've really wanted to make an olia shirt from paper theory mm-hmm. for ages and I just thought because the linen's so nice I should just make one and then it'll be something that I'll have for probably forever yeah classic pattern yeah and I really every paper theory pattern oh I made miller trousers like oh yeah I haven't seen well. them have you worn them no because it rained ever since I made them and I made them in a check linen and um I might adjust the dart at the back because I had to grade between my waist and my hips and I think I did it a little bit big so I just need to take out a little bit more volume but I really like that pattern all of paper theory patterns are amazing yeah so nice when you sew them I wonder if you could make a Sadie with an extended pouch (laughs) (laughs) that might be a bit much a pregnant baby pouch (laughs) I bet someone's tried it (laughs) And we're also going to be sewing some swimwear. Yeah. Because I teach the swimwear class normally, I've, well, I have to make one in every class that I teach. So I've actually got quite a few swim suits, bikinis already. Um, but I do want to make one because there's a really nice red that we've got that's really nice. I think I'll make one in that. Yeah, I'm not sure what colour I'll do. I might try and do a combination. Yeah. Of two. I keep seeing really cool, like color blocked, um, cotter slow. Yeah, the Megan Nielsen one. Yeah, yeah, that blue and white would look nice together. So we're going to look at like all the aspects of sewing swimwear. Um, we're going to talk about the fabric, the notions you need, how to cut it, how to sew it, and then some patterns that we really like or like the look of at least. Because it's quite in- an intimidating project if you've never sewn. Like people put off sewing anything in stretch, let alone in swimwear or active wear, which I think they find even more intimidating. Yeah. And because you're going to be wearing it with nothing else. Yeah, it's you, quite a risky. People worry <laughs> that it's going to fall apart. Yeah. But it isn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it shouldn't. <laughs> but it'll probably be sewn better than one, the ones you're buying from high street shops. Yeah, as long as you research like how you're sewing it and stuff, it should be totally fine. So, shall we start with fabric options? Mm -hmm. So, you obviously need a stretch fabric. Yeah. Fred, delete the (laughs) crossing. You need a stretch fabric. You, it it will be a majority nylon with some uh, spandex or lycra, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. in there to give it its mega amount of stretch you need to use the reason why it's a synthetic fiber is because natural fibers will absorb too much water so it won't perform correctly if it has a cotton content you'll just find it gets really heavy and i think everyone actually knows that like you know when you go in the sea or a pool with like a cotton t-shirt on and you (laughs) come out so heavy yeah holds all that water so it's gonna be a nylon um lycra blend 
it needs to have stretch because all swimsuit patterns are designed with negative ease. So what that means if you're new to sewing is that if you look at the garment, it's going to look, it's going to measure up smaller than your body. And then with the stretch, it's going to allow it to fit over um, the shape of your body. And to do this, fabric either has two-way or four-way stretch. So two-way is when it stretches in across widthways and four-way is when it stretches widthways and lengthways. Mm -hmm. Ideally, and we generally use four-way stretch for all of yeah. our swimwear because then it's going to move in every way of your body but you can use a two-way stretch for a one piece because it doesn't need to stretch vertically in the body yeah but you have to use a four-way stretch for a swimsuit otherwise the body's not going to stretch um vertically and it's going to be incredibly uncomfortable <laughs> around your stomach yeah that yeah. wouldn't work <laughs> but if anything is labeled as swimwear it's generally well, it would be four-way stretch, wouldn't it? Yeah. It will tell you. If you're shopping online, it will tell you in the listing as well. Yeah. And you'll see different qualities. Like, some will be thicker. They'll feel... Have better recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, if you're concerned about it being a synthetic fibre and how that's produced, you will find swimwear fabrics out there that are 100% recycled from plastic bottles. Um or you can buy dead stock swimwear, which you can find. Um, you need a lining as well. So you do get separate swimwear lining, which is generally four-way stretch, but it can be a little bit thin. So depending on what you've got as your outer fabric, you might want to actually just line it in a neutral or matching plain fabric, yeah. which is what I always do. It do. Yeah, and it depends where you're planning on wearing it. I say this in the class like if you're going somewhere really hot sometimes a doubled up swimsuit <laughs> might be a bit hot and the lining yeah. helps keep it cooler but generally I mean most of us are just going on short holidays and stuff so generally you can just line it with the same how hot can you be when you're lying in a tiny little bikini <laughs> yeah but if you're in like a black swimsuit <laughs> double fabric <laughs> and then if you need more support as well you can add an inner layer of power net um so power net is if you've sewn any lingerie or if you look at your bras it's what you find on the bands it's a really you get it in different weights but generally it's quite a a strong um mesh mesh yeah and it's what a lot of uh what's it called control wear yeah (laughs) So if you want like those pants that you pull on like Spanx type things, a lot of them are made with a power net and it will hold you in. So you can add it into your bikini bottoms if you want like more support across the front. And you can also put it into the tops as well if you have a bigger bust and you don't want to, you don't want to go so far as to adding in an underwire or like hidden cup support. You can just add in a layer of power net. And it does actually add quite a significant amount of extra support. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And what about our fabric? Which What did we get? We have got four-way stretch. They're all planes. Yep. Um, and a nice, like, mid-weight. Because it does, swimwear does come in different weights. And It's a really nice weight. And it's matte. Yeah, that's... They have quite yeah. a matte finish, which makes them look really high end I think yeah um, and we've got a few different colours 
Um, we don't have any specific linings, but if you search swimwear lining online, then you'll find loads. Or you can just buy a little bit extra and use the same fabric on the inside. And also for swimwear, you hardly need anything. Yeah. Mm, I'm probably like one metre would get most sizes for a swimsuit. Yeah. Bikini, definitely. Um, so you really don't need much at all. Yeah, it's quite a cheap project, actually. And then once you've got your fabric and you've found is what you need with that, you need to think about the notions. I think this is another thing that people are put off by because you've got to do elastic, especially if you're quite new to sewing. Sewing with elastic is quite intimidating. Yeah. And then you don't know how you apply swimmer elastic or what thread and stuff to use. So what what elastic do you need? So there's a couple of different types of elastic you can use to sew um, swimwear with. You don't want to use um, just polyester or just cotton elastic. It probably isn't going to work very well. It might disintegrate. But you can use cotton woven with a rubber. Also, the best thing you can use is specialist swimwear rubber elastic. That's like the thing that you would find in all like shop-bought swimwear. It's flat, so it's got a really like low profile, doesn't add any bulk, which is important. And the rubber itself isn't going to disintegrate in, well, the four enemies of <laughs> swimwear, which is water, chlorine, salt and sun. So they will all like disintegrate fabrics and elastics um, unless you've got like specialist fibres or elastics that will like stand up to them better. I actually had that those enemies get a bikini of mine that I bought from a high street store. Can I say the name? Yeah, it was Cos. And it wasn't it wasn't a cheap bikini. Do you remember it? Which one? That like white one with the little blue What happened to it? It after I wore it in the sea on a holiday, it went really all the elastic went really stiff. Uh, and crunch like it it, yeah. it felt like it was crunching inside and it was obviously just like not fit for purpose and also when it, it absorbed so much water it held water it, really, mm. it wasn't a good um it wasn't a good a well-performing swimsuit yeah one of the things that you can help your swimsuit by doing is rinsing it out like after you've been swimming whether it's in the sea or a pool it'll really help yeah, to get any chemicals out of salt. Yeah, exactly. So, thread. Thread. What thread would you recommend? So you don't want to use cotton thread because it will, well, it's likely to, to disintegrate. So you would always pick, ideally, a polyester thread. It's got more strength. A recycled polyester thread. Yeah, so we sell recycled <laughs> polyester threads on our store. A bit more sustainable. If you're sewing on an overlocker, then there's a specialist um, type of thread called woolly nylon thread, which is used for active wear and swimwear. So, yeah, if you're going to be using an overlocker, you can look for that. It's really strong. And you'll see that if you look inside some of your shop or swimwear, probably. And don't forget to have a look at the construction of your shop or swimwear. Um, and then it will help you understand how you where the elastics yeah. go and what it looks like and if you've got one that's falling apart you could like open it up and actually have a look inside to see how it's been made properly you've got your fabric and all the notions you need 
Um, how would you go about cutting? First thing is always cut on a single layer. Because swimwear fabric is tricky to cut because it's slippy, it's got a stretch in it. So lay out your fabric in a single layer, put your pattern on, with weigh it down with pattern weights and use a rotary cutter to cut it. Mm. Don't be trying to pin it because you want to stretch it. It's going to move when you're using scissors, use a rotary cutter. It's just going to be a lot more accurate. Yeah. The grain line matters, so make sure you're lining that all up. Um, and do think about your pattern placement as well, because everyone will have sewn something where they've put a pattern where they don't want it. But if you've got a specific, <laughs> like a large scale print, and then you're going to end up, like you do, you can end up drawing attention to a specific part of your of your body that you might not want to. So if it's like a floral design, I've seen bikinis, or I've seen a bikini that someone sewed where it had like star um, sunbeam burst things. And they were all just coming right from the crotch and they hadn't even thought about it. So something like that could happen. So just picture where the pattern's going to go on the garment yeah. as you're positioning your pattern, um, which is really easy to do if you're cutting single layer as well. Mm -hmm. With the right side up, yeah. And you've cut and you've then got a tackle sewing it. So do you need an overlocker to do this? Can you sew it on a home sewing machine? Because I think probably people are put off by that. Yeah, I think a lot of people do get put off thinking they need like a specialist machine to sew well, any sort of stretch fabric actually. But no, you can use a regular machine and you'll get really professional results with it. Um, you need a stretch needle firstly, and then the stitch you use is really important. So we just use a zigzag stitch and most patterns that you buy will suggest that you use a zigzag stitch. And they'll tell you the width as well. A recommended yeah. width, normally. A recommended width, yeah. And it will vary. If you're using like a different width of elastic, then the pattern says you might need a different width of zigzag stitch. Um, but yeah, that's all fine. And you can use a three-step zigzag if you want, which has a bit more strength. So if you're worried about your stitches maybe unraveling, you could use that. But generally, we just use a standard zigzag stitch. Can, if you wanted to sew it on the overlocker, can you? Yeah, and it probably would be a bit quicker in some ways and you will get a slightly more professional finish on the inside at least. Um, but generally, if you don't have a cover stitch machine, you're probably going to have to do your top stitching on the normal machine anyway. So from the outside, it'll probably look exactly the same unless you have a cover stitch. And with your elastics, some patterns will tell you the length of elastic to cut depending on which um, size you're sewing but the general rule is to cut 25% shorter than the opening you're going to be sewing the elastic into so like on your leg opening you can measure that and then do 25% less of elastic and just stretch it pin it before you sew um, but it does vary on how much depending on how much stretch the elastic you're using has so if you're worried you can just hold it around you like around the top of your leg um, and see how comfortable it feels and cut it that way. You probably all know that we are huge fans of faff machines. We use them in all of our workshops and when we're sewing at home on our boats. So what do we love most about them? They're super smooth to sew on with a sleek design and their iconic IDT system, essentially a built-in walking foot, makes handling all types of fabric a dream. We honestly couldn't sew what we do without them. Get in touch with us if you fancy a machine upgrade or if you'd like to know more about any of the models. 
If you think you might need more help or you want some more guidance, then in non-corona times, you can go to a workshop, like our in-person workshops. I know some other places in London do swimwear workshops. Yeah. Um, but there's also loads of stuff online. I think you can probably find an online workshop, but even just like free content, there's loads of guidance and tutorials and stuff online. And it's not a long project, so like the workshop you so complete one in a day. Yeah. And if you were going to tackle it at home, if you haven't seen swimwear or any lingerie before, then one of the nice things about it is that all the pieces are really small. Yeah, it's very manageable. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to press as well. That's true. That's actually. the best thing, I think, about it. Yeah. So you don't ever have to get up from your machine, really. Yeah. And also you don't have to finish seams because nothing frays. Yes. So don't be put off by it. Because it's really satisfying to sew your own swimsuit and then wear it in the sea mm. or in a pool. And you can actually make it fit as well, like much better than one that you're buying. So Rosie mentioned cutting apart a swimsuit that you already had. And that's a really easy way to make your own pattern. Um, because there can be so... Even without cutting it apart, you can really easily trace around a swimsuit that you have. Generally, a lot of them don't have any shaping. Mm -hmm. like no darts or anything so it's just going to be a really simple flat shape that's then just going to stretch down onto your body um so do yeah have a look at the swimsuits you've got but if you want to buy a pattern then we're going to go through some of our top recommendations mm -hmm. some most that we've sewn some that we haven't but that we've seen really um good reviews of yeah so first up, and the pattern that we use in our swimwear classes is the Friday Pattern Company Vanazza two-piece. Yeah, and this pattern is really nice to sew and it's quite easy to alter as well. So in the um, class we alter for like slightly bigger busts or like putting in more support and stuff and people are always quite amazed <laughs> by like how nice it looks on at the end. Yeah, and it's got really nice wide bands. Yeah, it's got a nice wide band under your bust, which, like, you don't have to put elastic in there, but if you want extra support, you can do. Yeah, I always put elastic in mine. Yes. Because <laughs> it feels really nice and secure underneath your bust. Um, and you can do adjustments on it um, for a, a full bust adjustment if you need that. Um, it's not difficult to do. Yeah. Um, and with added power net as well. I made one with added power net in the in the top. Yeah. And it's really comfortable to wear, and I really like the shape of the bottoms as well. The bottoms Although, are also really easy to adjust the, the rise of, so you can make them as yeah, high-waisted or low-waisted as you want. And also the like the the rise on the leg, how high the leg is cut, mm. because I it I'm sure a lot of listeners would like that it has full coverage. I've been embracing the less coverage on the bum lately. <laughs> She's been to IBM. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's really easy to do. You can just raise the leg and you can try them on as well. What I tend to do when I'm sewing swimwear is sew up my lining first, try it on um, just for like the general shape of it yeah. and things like the rise. And then I can check that and then sew up the outer and then do all the elastics. Yeah. What we do in the class is just do the side seams of the bottoms and then you can really easily like bring them in or like take them out a little bit if you need um that's a really nice pattern and there's a really nice detail and if you look on instagram or search it there was that pattern went wild so there's so many to look at 
on a huge range of body shapes. Yeah. So you can get an idea of how it's going to look. And Friday Pattern Company also have another swimsuit called the Sea Bright, um, which we haven't uh, sewn. So Friday Pattern Company's other swimsuit, the Sea Bright, is a one piece that you can sew. It has like quite a plunging neckline. Yeah, very low neckline. And you can sew with or without sleeves. Um, but it's really pretty. And there's loads of versions of this out there as well. I think I'm drawn in because her samples are sewn in Liberty. Yeah, <laughs> just the product shots are so nice. So like yeah. with the dark backgrounds, I really like them. And Friday Pattern Company instructions are really good as well. So if it is your first swimsuit, be a nice one to choose. And then the first swimsuit pattern that I ever bought was the Soma swimsuit from Papercut. It's a either one piece or two piece has a really interesting little strap detail and crossover straps at the back really quick to sew not a huge amount of cup no i was just support. thinking i wonder what size range they actually have for it let's have a look extra extra small to extra large um, and that large is a bust measurement of 112 centimetres. So 44 inches on the bust. So it's not a huge size range mm -hmm. actually for paper cut. But their patterns do generally come up quite big. Yeah. And if you're looking for something that does have more support, especially for a bigger bust, then you could look at ones that have got an underwire, like a full cup, and the option to have an underwire. And one of those is the closet case pattern Sophie swimsuit. One of the first like indie swimsuit patterns. Mm. And like one of Heather's first. Oh my God, who's back? <laughs> one of Heather's first patterns as well. Yeah, um, it was. And it has a really nice fitting bottoms. Yeah, and a full cup, full underwired um, top as well. And it's halter neck, which also gives a bit more support. So, yeah. And it can be a one-piece or a two-piece. Another one as well that has added support for um, fuller busts is the Cashmerette Ipswich, um, which is a one-piece or a two-piece again, and it has a hidden, and like an inner cup support in there. Mm. Um, that is going to be a little bit more difficult to sew. Than one that doesn't have any cup support so do bear that in mind yeah. um, but cashmere instructions are really great as well um, but do bear in mind that if you're sewing one with hidden inner cup support it is going to be a little bit more difficult um, because than one that doesn't have any cup support but one nice thing about cashmere as well is that when you're sewing one of their patterns you can pick between um, a cup size so a dressmaker's cup size not your bra cup size and that's a, you can pick between a C to D cup, E to F and G to H. Mm -hmm. So if you do have a bigger bust, I definitely look for a pattern like this because it's going to give you the support that you want in a swimwear. Yeah. Um, it's worth the extra effort. Yeah. To get that support. And Kashmir as well have really inclusive size range. So they go from a 12 to a 32 in the PDF pattern. Yeah. And they've been drafted with that size range in mind as well. Mm. So you're going to end up with a, a swimsuit that you feel really comfortable in 
And another um, company that has a really good size range is Layla Jane Patterns. They have quite a few different swimwear patterns um, in quite a few different size styles and they have a really good size range. There's one with like a built-in sort of skirt as well if you want to be a bit more covered up. Yeah, a bit of additional coverage. And the one that we want to sew next is the Megan Nielsen Cottesloe, which was it last summer? I think it came out. Yeah. And lots of people sewed it and it looks really nice. It's quite sporty, or the top at least is quite sporty style. But there's a lot of different variations and yeah, it just looks nice. <laughs> it's really nice. Like a simple, clean shape. Yeah. And it would be easy to sew for sure. And quick, yeah. And so many people sewed this. So you can see loads of versions again. Um, and I think when I make it, I'm going to put some power net in the bodice. Yes. And I've got quite a short, like, shoulder to bust <laughs> measurement. And there's not adjustable straps on it. So I would check that first and reduce the size of the straps. Length of them. Another thing that you can do is... If you've sewn loads of, loads of lingerie and you've got a bra pattern that now fits perfectly, you can just use that to sew some lingerie, yeah. to sew some swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, if you've made something that's the exact right fit for you, then there's no point in, and you like the shape of it, it will give you really good support as a swimmer garment. So you can just basically follow the exact same construction. Yeah, and sew just with without bikini the... Top. Could you do it without the clasp at the back, maybe? Without the hook and eye, but you can get a swimwear clasp, which you'll find online if you Google it. I think they sell them in William G. Mm. And they're really easy to use. Um, but yeah, you don't want a hook and eye on a swimwear bikini top. questions about sewing swimwear then do send us in dm on instagram and we'll get back to you yep you can also email us at hello at the newcrafthouse.com and we'd love to see if you tackle swimwear for the first time main thing is don't be intimidated by it because i was for years and actually it's a really satisfying project to sew and then to wear as well to have your own swimwear and also shopping for swimwear it's a horrible <laughs> Being in that changing room with the lights and... Ugh, no. It's the worst thing. And if you've made it yourself, you just put it on and you just feel... Yeah. And it's made so for great. you. That's what's so good about it. It's for your body, your taste. So give it a go. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And thanks to Faf for sponsoring and to Fred for editing. Bye.